0: What we were just conscious of when we were planning the programme for this for this week and thinking about all the things that we were going to share is that, um, especially what we presented this morning, is just lots of information. And, 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 like, that wasn't our first outing of the information. We'd already shared it with the senior pastors. We'd already shared it with a whole bunch of other people, collaborated along the way. And what we've found... Hi, come on in. What we found found is, is that every time we... Um, share it, people often ask questions that we've already answered just because there's so much information. And, and so I, I, what we just wanted to do is make a safe space for people to interact with what it is that we've shared already and uh, for anyone to ask any questions that they might have. One person sent a question in, in advance. Uh, whoever you are, you get a special gold star. Um, we don't have to use the full hour. Uh, there's, there, I'm not planning to present, you know, like the whole extra part that we kept secret until now or any, anything like that. Uh, but we just were conscious that, that it would be a missed opportunity if people didn't have the opportunity to ask questions. Just, just to say... Yeah, so, so the person who you really need to hear from or would want to hear from is Sarah, Sarah Robertson. So Sarah Robertson... <laughs> has been, Sarah's brought her mum with her, which is nice. Um, Sarah Robertson is uh, has, has been the architect in Scotland of everything that's happened over the last five years. And she has been the director of training for our church. And the costliest part of this whole venture is that we've essentially given her to the movement. And so she's now become the director of training for the movement. And that's quite a recent thing. Uh, Sarah, just stand up and say hello. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you can see what her face looks like. So, so any answer that I give is, is speculative and uh, almost certainly partially wrong. And any answer that Sarah gives, you can take to the bank. Thank you. So Sarah could, yeah. I'll
1: just stand here yeah. and chip in. Helpful
0: bits. <laughs> okay, I've now got a heckler with a microphone. That's worked out badly. That's worked That's out so really, well. really badly. Let's just find out who's in the room first of all. So, hands up if you are a senior pastor, site pastor. Okay, some site pastors. Mm. Um, uh, other type of pastor. Okay. Uh, uh, people are like, oh, I think, do I qualify for that? <laughs> I think I might qualify for that. Um, Trusty. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. How would you describe those who you haven't got a
2: hand
0: up yet? Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, and everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Everyone feels included now. That's... <laughs> It's just one big family, isn't it? It's It'll be
1: interesting to see how many people are here because they're, con- they're interested in considering the pathway and especially the college part of it. Okay. Okay, that's now really exciting. Now we're kicking with gas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, that's that's really good. Um, I'm hoping that some people in the room have got some questions that, that will just kind of form the basis of our conversation this afternoon. Mm. But let me just... Just in case... You missed it the other times that I went through it. Um, The vineyard, the vineyard ministry pathway.
1: (laughs) The only one. (laughs) No, two.
0: Oh, what am I doing? Am I treading on something? Okay. So um, the vineyard ministry pathway is five steps. Um, You don't have to do all those five steps in that order necessarily. And often those steps overlap. But... Uh, it's just easier to communicate as, hey, there are five things that you would want to do if you feel called, especially in a vocational sense, to be uh, in pastoral ministry of some sort within the vineyard. And um, it would be uh, what we're expecting is that obviously at the moment there are loads of different routes and loads of different ways to become a pastor in the vineyard. But what we're expecting is over time, probably more people will have done this route and that, that it will often be like if you're going to, if you feel called to plant a church, for example, um, the multiply team will be saying, well, which steps of the pathway have you done? And, and, and it would be unusual to plant churches uh, or people to plant churches that haven't been through the ministry pathway. That's essentially what we're, what we're saying. And so uh, first step on the ministry pathway is vineyard leadership essentials. In one sense, how many people have done Hub? Okay, how many people are aware of Hub? about the same number of people. Um, so so um, Hub has, has been fantastic. Uh, it, we've been running for, I don't know, seven or eight years or something like that. Really, really, uh, for, in our church, universally adored. Like People have absolutely loved it. We were surprised when we started to investigate it a bit more and, and kind of just try and get feedback from different people. We were surprised that an, uh, quite a significant number of vineyard churches have not been doing Hub. Uh, and and that there are a bunch of reasons for that. And and so we're kind of taking the best of Hub uh, and um, working on some of the content to bring the consistency of the quality of the content higher than it is now, although it's already really strong. Uh, Changing the model so you don't have to travel to do it. You can just do it. We're hoping that pretty much every local church, every vineyard church that isn't running some other kind of leadership program will run uh, Leadership Essentials instead. Um, and so, and just making it way more accessible, giving it to the pastors essentially to say, hey, just use it however you like, but just use it responsibly and, and in a way that trains and develops leaders. And so, it's more of an off the shelf thing, a bit like Alpha. Here's all the videos, here's the discussion groups, here's how we recommend you use it. There's a whole pack. If you're a senior pastor, hopefully you um, are, are already aware that that's happening. Um, Tomorrow at the Senior Pastors' Day, we're gonna be uh, sharing some more content and so on. So, so, but we're excited about Vineyard Leadership Essentials. And, and what we need is, for everything that we're hoping in terms of the movement, we're hoping that thousands and thousands of people over the next few years will do the Vineyard Leadership Essentials, which is brilliant. Vineyard Leadership College, which is this new training college that we're establishing, five different locations, Aberdeen, Belfast, Cardiff, Nottingham, London. Happy to talk about that and the locations of that, if if that's helpful. Um, It's it's a huge undertaking, but really, really exciting, based on the model that Sarah's developed, uh, which is why I can say it's brilliant, because it's really Sarah's brainchild, and I've had very little to do with it. but has really, really helped people on their journey towards towards leadership and ministry. Vineyard Launch Training, which is what the Multiply team run. At the moment, Vineyard Launch Training works in two particular spheres. One of them is uh, with people who are imminently about to plant a church, and it's like, here's what you need to know for the first six months of planting a church, and then uh, over time then building people into cohorts and mentoring them as they travel through. Uh, their church planting journey and then also in succession so people who are um, becoming the senior leaders of existing churches we just want to set those people up really well there's lots of expertise emerging across the movement with people who are um, in that situation have been in that situation you know learning from one another's mistakes and celebrating each other's successes And, and so we're excited about what that's Uh, what that's doing and it may well be that as time goes on there are other streams of launch training too because it occurs to us that for example if you're becoming a youth pastor in a church there are lots of other people who have become youth pastors in a church before and so there must be a whole set of learning around that and so on and so we're excited about having various tracks of launch training for impending ministry and then at that point, to be honest, we, in terms of church, church planting especially, we would, we would and we have planted people who have done those three things alone, uh, understanding that, that as part of the leadership college, the students do some th- modules of theology. And so they've got some th- modules of theology under their belt. We're, we're happy to release them to go and plant a church at that point, although some people might want some more theological training beforehand. But we, ha- we are happy to launch people at that point although there is still vineyard theological training. there's Come on in. You get the front row. Congratulations. Um, and I think w- the partnership with WTC is going to be a game changer in the longer term, especially because loads of people were hoping, you know, several years in advance of, I think I'm called to plant a church or I think I'm called to become a pastor, they are already thinking, I could get some theology under my belt and... So I've got a twin brother, it's a bit of a freak show. Uh, he, he, like, we can't be seen together because people take selfies with us because we just look really, really similar. But he did, I don't know why I'm saying that. Anyway, he, he did, <laughs> he did a qualification with WTC and loved it. And we know lots of other people who have. And so we warm, has anyone here done a, a, something with WTC? Okay, well, there you go. Go and visit them in the marketplace. And then finally vineyard support, which is or, or, or so many of the things, especially um, since John and Debbie have set out those five emphases, uh, so much of that is about health, church health, pastoral health, just operating from a place that, that is a, a healthy identity and a, and a healthy rhythms and, and practices and these kind of things and so all of those things are in place so that's the vineyard ministry pathway I know you already heard me say it this morning anyway but there it is um and so why don't we just let, let's just try and take some questions and just see how that goes and and
1: should we, we start with the first question that we've already had
0: go on Sarah what was so what, oh, hang on. who is the person who said in the email are you here because you could just ask it live Anyone want to own up to it? <laughs> there you go. No, Kay. okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's about Vineyard Leadership Essentials. I think maybe your question is, if I've already been doing Hub, like, and I've completed a bunch of modules, is that all just going to disappear when Leadership Essentials starts? So no. <laughs> like, all the work, the hard work that you've invested already will still be there. But um, as Chuck said, we're going to be changing some of the modules. Um, so we'll be taking some of the best of Hub, but re-recording some or recording some new material. Um, and it will also be available on the learning platform. Your progress will still be tracked, but it will appear under a different name. Um, so there'll be more communication coming out. If anyone else here is a Hub student, there'll be more communication coming out from your Hub coordinators around what that's going to look like and what that transition will mean for you. Um, but don't panic is basically the message. Like your learning and your progress is not gonna suddenly be deleted um, and not count for anything. Does that is that the right yeah.
0: Cool. Sarah, why don't you just step slightly away from that speaker? There you go. Okay. okay.
1: But now I'm blinded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hang on, I'll just tell. I'll it go off. here. No, it doesn't work.
1: That's no, fine. I'm not blinded here, so it's fine.
0: Okay. Uh, any more questions? Thought- yes, yeah. So any nuance in terms
2: of how doing,
0: anything, you do it, anything that you've done before you or have you spoke yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really interesting question. So other people who've who you know, it's not your first rodeo, you've maybe done some various other kinds of training, other kinds of um, experiences and, and so on, um, you know, where does that land you? I mean the first thing to say is I don't know again, like I massively overran my time this morning and there are so many things that I could have said that I didn't say. But one of the things that I was thinking I might say is um, that this isn't a gap year program. So, you know, the Leadership College is not a gap year pro- program. So, so lots of churches run various discipleship years and, and, and gap years and so on. And um, you, you will have seen from the various photos that I put up on the screen, that the average age of people doing Leadership College in our context has been over 30. Um, and and we, I think it might probably drop a wee bit over, over the next while, mm-hmm. but we're not expecting it to drop suddenly to to you know 23, and 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 actually the minimum age of the leadership college is 21, um, and the reason for that is because we're wanting to train people who are genuinely uh, in a place where they're taking steps towards uh, Christian ministry. Um, and, and you know, a whole bunch of people in our context have done Leadership College who are, um, you know, it's not their first rodeo, uh, and uh, heading toward, or second, or what do you call it, like a second career. Like, a, you know I've retired from this thing, and now I'm doing this thing instead. And that's mm-hmm. been really, really fantastic. Um, how would it work, Sarah, if, yeah. this, so I've <laughs> answered a tiny part of the question, and, and not really any the part of the question that you really wanted to know the answer to. But how would it work in terms of this pathway if people have already done various bits of training, do you think?
1: In terms of if they've done, Well, for example,
0: the leadership college or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, if... Obviously, we're saying that this is one of the main routes that we would anticipate that a bunch of people would take. um, But with college, I mean, we're not saying that people have to. Like, if you... Well, we are saying that we would encourage people to do that. But if you have been through the church planting process before, is that what you're asking?
0: Or in another network or stream or denomination. Okay. Can I finesse the question slightly for you? Yeah, yes. come on.
2: Let's say you've trained in another denomination. Yeah. You're not necessarily a church planter, but you might be an excessive yeah. pastor in this established church. Okay. Right? Would your recommendation be to go through this ministry
1: yeah, my recommendation would be purely because this this process allows you to I think fully immerse yourself in what it means to be part of the Vineyard family. Um and so sorry we're having a fight with the projector. Um But this pathway allows you to kind of immerse yourself in the Vineyard family to understand what it means to be um for our values and our vision. <laughs> It's totally fine. I'm actually not distracted by that anymore, but everyone else seems to be. Um, and so, my encouragement would be that you would still participate in the leadership college, and our hope would be that because college is not only just about content, it's about um, you know transformation, and there will be things that God wants to bring out in you, um, and reshape in you in the new season. Um, in this in this context, and so that would be my encouragement. Um, The other thing about it is that our heart for college is that it's not just content, but that it's about community and that there's an opportunity for you to step into a space where you are getting alongside other leaders who are on a similar leadership journey to you. And I mean, one of the beautiful things in our context with Leadership College is that we've seen um, friendships formed that last years, you know, they still encourage one another, they're still praying for one another, they're still cheering one another on in their leadership journey. Um, And so even if you have, had the opportunity to do training in other um, denominations or other situations, I'd still encourage you to look at college and and to see that as a valid and vital step for you. Does that help to answer the
0: question? There's no reason why, if you felt called to plant a church, for example, um, that you couldn't open up a conversation with the Multiply team Mm. and say, hey, I feel called to plant a church, I've planted churches before, I've done ministry before or whatever, could you... Could we have a conversation? Uh, and as uh, as part of the uh, process for planting a church is is a uh, discernment tool yeah. that that highlights, you know, what what you already know and what you already have and what you don't know and what you don't have. <laughs> and 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 so there's no reason why you couldn't do that. And and that would then highlight. Do you know what? Actually, you don't need to do the leadership college because you've already know loads of stuff. But why don't you do these modules on the training platform, or why don't you expose yourself to experiences in these number of different areas or whatever. So I'd always encourage a conversation with the Multiplier team if you're not sure whether uh, which aspects of this thing you feel like you've already covered. Great. Okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this the the leadership college course is not an accredited course, and there are quite a few good reasons why we've decided to not do that, um, uh, and uh, partly because of the complexity of doing it and the cost of getting it accredited, mm-hmm. as well as the fact that um, you know it's very difficult to accredit personal transformation. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you know, it's like oh, you, you got an eight out of ten in your essay. is one thing, but but you know, your inner life has completely changed. How do you, how do you grade that? And and so, we, because we wanna focus on personal transformation and personal growth, we've made a deliberate decision to not accredit it. Which means that if you were to go to a Bible college and say, oh, but I've already done the leadership college with Vineyard, you know, they, they might look warmly towards it, but but there's every chance that they, they won't, you know. Um, and equally, if you were to go to the Church of England or Elim or whoever, and say oh, I've done this thing. I suppose they would take it into account, but but there's no promises. But we're not really in the process of you know trying to train people up for other movements, although mm. we recognise that, <laughs> that you know that might happen. Um, With uh, you, you know, it's re- this is about training l- emerging leaders for the future of our movement, and and um, not that we don't want to be kingdom-hearted and kingdom-minded. Uh, and if, if other people wanted to access it, we could have that conversation, but but that's not really the purpose of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
2: that maybe they could go to the discussion group, or just thinking about maybe not just like a one-year event, but it might be in our church,
0: but it in our side.
1: Yeah, so we would definitely encourage people to do it in a community and in um, a group process purely because what we've found across all the ways in which we've been using Leadership Essentials is that there's so much benefit and so much value in the community and the conversation and the diversity that's brought to the table with that. Um, So we wouldn't encourage people to just like binge watch it like Netflix, you know, like (laughs) Please don't do that. Um, please like engage in conversation and with other leaders who can help you to grow in that. In terms of the question of like what do I do if I start it and then I've got folk who want to join in at a later point, I mean you might think about like having different entry points. Like that's something that you could consider as you're thinking about it. Um, with the different structures that are available that is something that you could do and have like a rolling cohort um, because ultimately our hope for leadership essentials um, is that it becomes like part of a pipeline of leaders where they're being released out and they're stepping in um, and so that could be one way around that so they might not necessarily start at the beginning but that doesn't mean that they can't like continue to do it once that particular cohort has done does that make sense?
0: yeah so exactly so 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 the dream is that, that every or you know as many vineyard churches as possible run leadership essentials all the time for the rest of time and and then you know people, new people join all the time they, they tend to join you know in in times like the summer holidays, for example, and so you know you, you, you start. So, so you have, like Sarah says, a few entry points during the year. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit kind of disorienting if there's a new, people there every mo- new person there yeah. every month. So, so you just say, well, w- we're going to let people in at Christmas, at Easter and the summer, and, and at that point it's like, oh, welcome to the new people who are joining the thing. And it, and it doesn't really matter where you join the course mm-hmm. as long as you do the full 18 sessions over the course of the next two years from when you joined. It's not like it, it doesn't kind of build on things as it goes so much. No. They're kind of discrete sessions in their own right. And so it makes total sense to join the course at whatever point you join. Yeah.
1: And Chuck mentioned like the five um, characteristics of the pioneer and leader this morning. So the, the 18 sessions are grouped under themes. And so you might have like an entry point um, for theme one, theme two, theme do you see And so you can stagger it in that way so that you've always got an opportunity for new leaders to step in.
2: yeah the church part-time yeah so how do you look at the practical application is it looking for something new to do or if you're already leading a ministry or in a ministry is that where you apply what you're,
1: what you're learning right? that's, that's a great question we've had students who've joined in similar circumstances um and what we've said to them is like there might be moments as you're thinking about college where you look around at the people that you've already been developing And you say to them, hey, like this next season, I'd love for you to be more intentionally around me with the intent that you hand it over when you start college. What we definitely encourage them not to do is just to be like a mic drop moment, that's it, I'm leaving. Um, Make sure you're handing it over and passing it on to someone. Um, But if it means, if the ministries that you're involved in right now are, where you feel God is calling you to and it fits with kind of your ministry elective and all of that, then absolutely you should definitely like um, use that as your practical placement and apply it in that way. Does that help? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's kind of linked to that. So I'm going to be part of the church plan, and at the minute it's three of us. Um, so how would the practical placement look as in a literally brand new church plan? Because obviously there's not really any ministry areas so to speak
1: would be fine like the main thing with the practical placement is if it ties in with the ministry elective great and um, but it's more an opportunity for you to outwork the learning that you're receiving in the college context so that might look like applying it to youth um or it might look like applying it to a welcome team or it might look like applying it to um coordinating rotas and teams or coordinating gathering moments for as you're beginning to launch um the church does that make sense
2: yeah Yes. So, it's
1: something that I could so this is the first year that we're running it. Okay. Um, and hopefully we'll run it again next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something's gone very wrong if it's a one-off event.
1: <laughs> um, so this will be the first year intake. Um, but absolutely, there will be other moments where you can step in and join it, for sure.
0: And ju- just, just to say on the practical placement thing, it really is a partnership between the local church and the movement. To, uh, and... Um, Sarah's way too modest to say, but but because she comes from an education background and she's got really high standards in terms of wanting to make sure every student gets a fantastic experience. So she um, meets with the local church in in Scotland, this is what she's been doing for some time, meet meet with the local church leaders and say, you've now got a student, so can we now talk about how you give that student a really great experience? And I can imagine how, in the example of you know, there's three of you in your church plant. So Sarah's or, or you know Sarah's equivalent in your part of the country is going to going to meet with um, the, the the leaders of the church plant uh, and say, let's think about how we could give you a really great experience. And if that means connecting with one or two other local churches as well to kind of supplement what the the church partner is able to give you, then, then of course, that would make perfect sense. Mm. So what we want to avoid is anyone having a duff experience where they feel like, oh... Because inevitably, like, everyone's... On those Thursdays, people are gathering together from around and about and they're all sharing their experiences. Oh, it's amazing, I did Mm. this and I did that and I had this opportunity. If one person's sitting there thinking... Well, I gave out, you know, curly whirlies on the street every day last week, you know. And, and it's like, oh, what do you do this week, curly whirlies? Um, you know, this is, that's just not in our hearts for that. And so, There's and so nothing that,
1: wrong with a curly whirly,
0: though, obviously. No, no. <laughs> no, low calorie. Uh, so anyway. yeah, does that make sense? So, so every, everyone's experience is as good as we could possibly get it. And it's structured in such a way mm. as we're setting the local church up to win in how they um, support the and and um, give experience to the students. So, Linda,
2: yeah. Well, uh, would this be more catered to people who have visions of church planting, or still available for just people wanting to grow in their leadership?
1: Definitely, still people who are looking to grow in their leadership. Like this is, please don't just see it as a church planting course. Like. Um, Obviously, we'll have church planters who'll come through, and that's brilliant, but it isn't just for church planters. It's people who have a sense that, you know, you know that God is saying to you that you're a leader, um, and you want to be faithful and and being obedient to that and stepping out in that, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think, just in case people missed it when I said it earlier on, you know, it's specifically set up with these ministry electives so that, so that there are five different choices immediately. So ch- church planting or, or pastoral leadership is one of them, but there are four others, compassion ministry, worship ministry, kids ministry, and youth yeah. ministry at the moment, and we may well add more later on. So there's already a diversity of, of yeah. kind of, here's what I feel called to on the way in. Just a little warning for people though, whatever you think you're heading towards on the way in is not necessarily where you end up. <laughs> And, uh, you that's know, if we, if, we, if we labelled this as a church planting course, then almost no one would apply. But, but our experience <laughs> is that pe- sometimes people are surprised where, where they end up, and that's, that's all part of the adventure, isn't it? Yeah, that's
2: good. Yeah. I was just thinking about um, sort of doing the hub. Have you got, like, entry criteria or a discernment process to get into the pathway? Obviously, you need to speak to your senior pastors.
1: So do you mean the Leadership Essentials or the college? To
2: enter onto the pathway? Mm. Yeah. Which would involve Leadership College um, theological training?
1: So, I mean, with Leadership Essentials, we, we're kind of putting that in the hands of the local churches and it's really for them to be able to just gather as many students that um, they can around that. We would say that it's still helpful for people who do Leadership Essentials to hold some level of responsibility. So that might not necessarily be that they're like, right out, you know, worship pastor, but they might, you know, they're leading, they're a worship leader, um, just to use that as an example, or a team leader as part of the youth team. Um, It's really helpful in all of these different parts just for people to have a way to outwork it. Um, Does that help in terms of no?
2: I'm going to do the thing that you probably shouldn't tell us. You don't want somebody to rock up, to leadership. We've got normal leadership essentials. All of a sudden, they go through this process, but there's been no sort of walking with them in character and calling in the legal
1: setting? So at every stage, we would encourage people to be in dialogue with people who have pastoral oversight of them. So like whatever that looks like within their context. Um, So Leadership Essentials, it will most likely be that course facilitators who are running that will invite students into that process um, or students can approach their course facilitator and ask what it would look like for them to be part of it. With Leadership College, there's an interview process um, and there's a reference um, process as part of that as well. So all students have to submit um, like a really detailed application and then they have to supply references from someone who has pastoral oversight of them and also someone who has been um, part of their life for like a period of time.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah.
2: So,
1: I mean that is something that would just like in conversation with what we're calling the campus heads um so the people that would be like my equivalent in each of the different campuses um that would be something that you could journey and dialogue with them and with a mentor. And so if you start out, and we've had that, where people have started out in one area and then they've transitioned, that's totally possible. Um, And it's also totally possible to, you know, get tasters. You know, maybe you're just, like, trying to hash some stuff out. And so we just look to create opportunities for you to get experiences of those different areas, just as you're testing the waters to try and find out where God's got you. Does that help?
0: Yeah, fantastic, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of like the kind of academic side of it, so as part of the college curriculum, we do three theological modules. Um, And each of those modules have around about three to four hours worth of um, kind of study time attached to them. You're not doing a module every single week, um, so it's not like you're squeezing in four hours. We try and space them out, like kind of every couple of weeks, so there's an opportunity for you to do that. There's not like a formal written assignment that you have to do, but there are like little quizzes that you... Quizzes. Sorry, I just, You know that where you say a word and then you think, oh, that word sounds really weird. Anyway, quizzes. Um, there are quizzes. It that sounds are funny part when you
0: it. say it because you're Scottish.
1: Quizzes. No.
0: Does it, no. <laughs> How to lose you've the room. Been, you've eh? been
1: booted out the room. <laughs> well, how do how do you say quizzes? Quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, total digression. Um, but so there are quizzes that you do that are kind of how you mo- progress through each module. So the study time is like the reading um, and the, the questions that you process as part of that. And then the quiz is kind of your, your ticket almost into the next. But that's, that's really the extra in terms of academic um, study that's involved in it. Does there's that help?
0: N- There's no question that, especially with the leadership college, it's a very intense year. It is, it and is. our students often say, oh, goodness, this is like full on. Uh, um, but it's one year of your life, you know. And so, and so people have to rearrange a whole bunch of things in their lives to make space yeah. and capacity available. But if that's what the Lord's asking, then that's what yeah. he's asking. And then, and then you do that for a year and then you you carry on with whatever is, is the next step. But it's... it's you know, like, I mean, you can imagine... Uh, I showed the photograph of Larisse this morning, who's a consultant gynaecologist. You know, she yeah. she would often be um, finishing a night shift and then yeah. crawling in, wouldn't she? Or-
1: yeah, so she would finish a night shift, like, drive home, have a couple hours sleep and then jump on and, and like, be part of the college. Like uh, Just to reassure you, like, we have people every year who have, like, busy family lives and responsibilities and... They step into the college um, process, and God does wonderful things, and he provides in wonderful ways. Um, and yes, it is super challenging, and stretching, and all of that, but it's that faith step, and that god um, you see God do amazing things in that as well.
0: So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely, we've had people who've gone through our Leadership Essentials course who um, hold significant like leadership responsibility in the marketplace, and they have loved doing the Leadership Essentials course and have used used the skills that they've learned as part of that um, in their workplace. Um, and so, definitely, that's, that's definitely a a place for people.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm afraid it's two separate things. Yeah, so so essentially It's 99, it's different ways to pay it, but it's like equivalent of 99 pounds a month for the course fees. And then the 349 pounds deposit is essentially the residential fees. So because there's a load of costs involved with taking people away somewhere, and accommodation, and food, and all those kinds of things. And so that's how we ended up splitting up the two amounts. It's nothing at all to do with trying to make it sound like less than it really Mm. is by, you know, so just just to reassure you.
1: But also I just really want to encourage you like with the money thing, every single year we've had students who are like, oh I don't know how I could afford this and God has just provided in like the most miraculous ways so like I think the question is like is God asking you to do it and then it's like the faith step because he will he will provide, and we've seen that in so many different ways like with finances, with shopping, with provision of a day, like whatever it is, like God always goes before you in that. So mm. don't let that be a limiting thing, I would say. Mm. What were you going yeah, to say, yeah. Tara? Yeah, I could do. Let's what? just take some more questions. Yeah. yeah. Wait,
2: it's the money. So that's from step two, though.
1: Almost. Yes. Yeah. So Vineyard Leadership Essentials is still free. It's still resourced by the movement. Um, all of the sessions that we record and produce and make available for people, like no one will have to pay for that. And um, that's a free resource that we want to just put into the hands um, of local churches to equip their leaders. So that won't
0: change.
2: Yeah. i got a couple of questions. Mm. First one is, this is a comment actually, going back to right at the beginning, you mentioned like age. Um, it's 21 plus. but more likely to be better than that? Mm. Is there an upper age limit, or would you say there should, should be an upper age limit?
1: We've not had an upper age limit. Um, I don't think that we would impose one. Um. Uh, <laughs> just the comments
2: are like the pictures in the brochure of like mostly student-type people. Uh, so that was the other question. Um, another question, which is about launch, I don't know if it's part of your unit, but you said the two categories for launch are because they'd be to see a pastor and people just come back church planting. Mm-hmm. How does that work with like sites <coughs> planting a site but not
0: a church planting? Is that also covered by that placement? Well, it, uh, so I don't know whether everyone heard that question. That was to do with how do we train site pastors or people who are about to launch sites as opposed to plant churches. Hmm. And the answer to that question is complex because every ch- every church approaches multi-site in a different way. And so, for example, in our context, it would be actually a bit weird for the movement to be um, stepping in to train our, our site pastors because they're kind of people who we've been training and, and working with for a number of years or whatever. Whereas in other contexts, st- starting a site or launching a site is very similar to planting a church. And, uh, and so um, all, of the, all of this stuff is available to site pastors as long as their senior pastors are uh, happy and would want that and so it may well be that there will be site pastors or uh, in people who are about to be site pastors um, joining the cohorts with uh, the launch training for people who are going to plant churches or maybe that there's enough site pastors who are just about to step into that role uh, that they the launch team could do a, um, a cohort for those guys too but, but it might be equally that, that the senior pastors are saying, no, I think, I think we want to train those people ourselves. And so we'll just have to wait and see is the answer to that question, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a really good question. So the first question, no, it's not. There's not an expectation that senior pastors will run it. Obviously, senior pastor, or maybe not obviously, but our hope is that senior pastors will identify people who maybe would be great and best placed to run leadership essentials. And um, in terms of the second question, remind me of the second question, the second part of it. Great, yes. So that's something that we are working on just now where we're looking to put together like a couple of little modules that we can just put and make available via that um, same link on the training platform that you can go through with people who might be facilitators in your course or people who might be heading up your course. We're going to put some little things together so that you can access that and that you can resource your people well.
0: Sarah has written an absolutely brilliant training pack as well already, and that is already available to the senior pastors. Yeah. And so um, uh, senior pastors tomorrow will be reminded that they have access to that pack and, um, and how they can get hold of that. And then they'll obviously just pass that training manual on to... a bit. It's a bit like an alpha manual. It's just like, here's how to run Vineyard Leadership Essentials, and that will just be made available to the senior pastors they can pass it on to whoever they want to run it. Great. Yes. Any other questions? Oh, oh yeah, a go question. for it. Um, this is a really good one. Are the induction
1: days and in away thing like a residential or are they in our local church? The induction days would be part of your local church. So that would be the, um, like part of the campus, but the retreats that we'll run throughout the year. So there's one in November and one in May, and those would happen like further afield and we'd pull all of the campuses together for that. Um, so we're quite excited about that, just bringing everyone together and bringing everyone into the one place. But the induction days will happen locally within the campus.
0: Within the campus, yeah. 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 Anyone else? Yeah, go for it, yeah. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about hub was also I got to meet other church leaders from other churches because
2: we did it together. So as we're a small church, could we join with another church to bum me,
1: yeah, so we're not saying like obviously there are some of the partnerships that have existed with Hub and, and so what we're not saying is like that can't happen. Um, so it might be that you have a partnership that's worked really well and so you can still make use of that but we're going to have like little sessions, moments throughout the year that people can kind of join in and have that opportunity to collaborate and share how things have been going and how things have been running and the essentials. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So already, you can log on to the uh, website, click on training, and you can find how many modules is it, Sarah? Ten. Oh no, fifteen. Sorry. There's about fifteen modules that exist that of that of VI modules, Vineyard Institute modules that are already available, and we would already commend. What we're working on is the kind of phase two of this whole thing, is to, um, and this is, am I allowed to say this? You don't know what I'm going to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's being recorded, recorded, but we can always get rid of the recording. That's why I could just lose it. Um, (laughs) What 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 we recognise is is that VI has been great, but, but not enough students have been doing it in our in the in the UK part of that's to do with how expensive it is to do it uh, and part of it's to do with the consistency of the quality and and also it's all mostly quite american and different things like that and and so w- w- the phase two part of this is to essentially re-record or or to record for our own purposes a whole set of modules that are like, this is perfect, These, these are exactly the modules that you would want an emerging church planter or pastor or whatever to to have under their belt, either before they step in or within the first couple of years of stepping into ministry. Um, and it's not that VI is bad, VI is good. We just want to make it even better by just making sure that we've got exactly what we need. Yeah. Uh, but we think that realistically, like I think I said this morning, we're, we're, we'll be working on it or something. Realistically, be this time next year before we're in a position to launch that. And we wouldn't want anyone to think, well, I'm not going to study any theology for a year, even though I've got time and space to do it, because there might be something coming along down the track. You know, all the modules are, are, I mean, you've done a bunch of them, hey, with different cohorts and so on. And so they're all great. We just want to make them better. So you can see there's like 15 of them on the website already. And you can buy them in bundles as well. You can buy them in a bundle of three or a bundle of 10 for cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is. And and presumably, at the moment, you can't find that on the website. Well, obviously, you couldn't find it, so.
2: I I Googled it, but I don't know if I should
0: Google it. Yeah, it might. Yeah. If you type
2: in some of the links from the (coughs) prospectus, you might be able to find it. If not, come Friday afternoon. Yeah, and you
1: should be able to like if like what Taryn's just said. You know, if you type in from the prospectus like specific parts that relate to college, at the bottom there's like the wee the wee hexagons. They will there will be links to each section of the pathway from that.
0: Great. Any last question? Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming. Hopefully, that's just yeah. shed a little bit of light into some areas of shadow that we had left from this morning. Great to see you. Um, Enjoy the rest of your conference. See you on Leadership College.